Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling. We go harness racing at Albion Park today. Start time for race one, one thirty-three. Trent Dawson has a trio of chances today, and he's got the odds on favourite in race number one. And Trent joins us online now. Trent, good morning. Appreciate the time. Hi, Chris. How you going? Really well. You've got three really good chances today, the first of which lines up in the opening race with betting origin. He was a scratching on Friday because of the distance change, but uh, you're obviously... Uh, Happy to go to the post today at the mile. So you wanted to keep him at this distance range? Yeah, he was a little bit of an unknown at 2,100. And uh, at this point of his preparation, we're sort of, you know, it's not like I don't think he'll ever get 2,100, but at this point of his preparation, we're sort of, you know, it's probably coming to the end of the preparation. And I didn't want to just push him over the top because there's a couple more races I'd like to get get him into first. So uh, we just sort of, stayed, we've played a bit of the cautious game and uh, hopefully it pays off today. Since he's been in your stable, seven starts now, two wins, four minors. Are you happy with the way this guy's evolving and building? Yeah, he's been he's been quite good for us. Um, you know, when he when we first got him, his first up run was really good, and I I think I probably I, I drove him like like a bit of a sports car that day, and um, you know he runs second, he went good, but it took a bit off him. I think I think that probably took a bit of gloss off his next two or three runs. Um, you know, just as a horse in himself, I'm really happy with where he's been. You know, the, the last month, really, I've sort of noticed him come back to life a bit. So, um, you know, I, I think I think he probably got beat as a pretty short favourite for a, a couple of runs there. But, I, you know, I, I think it was, he was just sort of struggling to adapt to my way of doing things. And, um, you yeah. know, but I think I think we're back on track now. So, not that they were bad runs, but, he, he um, yeah, I think I think he's becoming a nice little horse. Sure. That last start effort when he was successful at Redcliffe, he was a deep uh, favourite there, long odds on. He was able to dictate and sprint away and score easily. How does this race play out today, and where is he at fitness-wise? Oh, yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, we're not quite at the 14 days since his last run. Um, yeah, to, to be fair, I think it's an, actually quite an easy, even race. Um, I, you know, if I, I think logically I'm prob- I probably deserve to be the, the top billing, but, you know, if you're going to... If you're going to try and name one that could beat you, there's probably six others there. So, I mean, they're all quite capable. Um, albeit, you know, I've probably got a couple more runs on the board, but, I, yeah, I think it's a pretty even field for the kind of race that it is. Party Politics was able to score when leading at Reckliff last Tuesday. Good chance of finding the front again today. How do you see it tactically early? Oh, I mean, I've not shown, you know, much brilliant gate speed. Um, in any of my runs, but uh, yeah, I, I want to go. I want to get forward. I want to be going forward. So, um, you know, it, it's one of those things you sort of get too far back in these small fields, and you know, leaders can dictate. So, I mean, my my plan is to get forward, but you know, that can that can change pretty quickly too. I, I I'd much oblige if there was five underneath me that wanted to come out charging and uh, put a bit of speed on. So, um, but yeah, I'll just play it by ear. But my, my gut feeling says to get forward a bit. So um, that's how I'll sort of. It's what, it's what I run with for now, anyway. Okay. Summer carnival features aren't that far away, Trent. Number of uh, Q-bred features coming up as well. Do you see betting origin measuring up to that sort of level? Do you think you can take that step up? Is that something that you're focused on or not really? I mean, I'd like I'd like him to be able to race in them. I mean, if he, if he's realistically, if he, if he was even going to be a place chance in those 
couple of races that are coming up, you know, he'd want to dispose of this field today. So, I mean, I mean, I guess the ball's in his court, you know, whatever he decides to do. I, th- I think, you know, he's going to be a much better horse when he has a spell. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, sort of next year as a three-year-old, I, I'm probably a bit more optimistic that he, that he might measure up, you know, not, maybe not to win those races, but to be thereabouts in them. Um, yeah, but he, it's, up, it's up to him right now. If he wants to, if he wants to dispose of the field today like he, um, like he should, well then, you know, I'll, I'll change my opinion and say that yeah, he can go, can go well in those races. Okay, well that's betting Origin race one. Let's go across to race three. Offers bad boy. What do we make about this guy? His past two runs on paper look disappointing. Where does he sit for you right now? Uh, he, he was another. I think I think he went went better for another two or three starts when I first got him, but he just he just went through a bit of a hangover for a couple of runs there, and uh, you know I, I think he just you know I give him he hasn't raced for a couple of weeks now, and he, he's a bit freshened up. So I'm hopeful that he'll be back to where he was earlier on with me. Um, you know he's a, he's a little bit of a funny horse. I you know I would I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to go to the bank with him. Um, but he, he's got some ability if he ever wants to put it put it all together on the same day. Okay. So he goes into this race fresh. Your two main dangers, you're drawn to your inside. So how does this race play out for you today? Oh, I mean, I'd, he's he's more so than the other guy. I, I don't really make that many plans with him. I, I sort of got to, I've got to sort of focus on him and, and trying to keep him balanced, uh, particularly early on, you know, and then, you know, just, just see how he feels. I mean, he, he does, like I said, he's he's got a little bit of ability, but um, you know he just he just has he's had a little bit of a habit of making mistakes throughout his career, and you know his last you know his last half a dozen runs we've been all right with him, but um, yeah, I just I just got to focus on him rather than you know necessarily setting setting myself a plan that I've got to follow. But if he's at his best, he can beat this field. Oh, pro- I mean, probably probably he can. I reckon. I mean, I don't think he's I don't think he's out of it. Um, you know, a couple of those horses go okay, but I mean, it's, it's a little bit of that race. It's not, it's not actually a weak race, but uh, you know, there's probably a few other horses like him that when they when they decide to put their best foot forward, they can actually go a bit. So I mean, it's probably going to be whoever decides to do it today rather than next week. Okay, well, that's off as bad boy race six today. Barika, she backs up from Friday. The twenty one hundred and thirty eight moves. Did it find her out on Friday? She, she's a little bit of a funny horse. She's a little bit stop-starty, and I, I think probably not the distance found her out. It was just mentally she she sort of had a, you know, went through a bit more of a lull spot in the middle of the race when we got her off the bridle, and, and she just found it a little bit difficult picking it back up again. Uh, I think she's definitely better suited to the mile at this point, but I, I think it's not a strength thing. It's more a mental thing with her. Okay. Does she lead this race today? Well, she's been she's been leaving the gate really quickly lately, and um, you know I think there's a bit more in it. So, you know, we we've been going close. Eventually, we're gonna we're gonna put our nose on on the line first. So I'm just gonna stick with the same tactic, and um, you know, let let everyone else try and try and figure it out what around me. But yeah, I've, I've sort of got one one goal with her, and that's to find the front. Okay, she's going well. There's no doubt about it. She's been placed the last six starts. She's a proven Albion Park winner, so there's no reason why she can't get another victory today. In particular, the fact that she is back at the mile. Yeah, no, I, I, I think she's. I mean, I think she's been placed the last six or seven now, or something like that. And you know, it, she could have easily won two or three more of those, but you know, she's done. She's equally done a pretty good job to to run some of the placings that that she has. So. Um, 
yeah, you could you could be frustrated the fact that she's not she's not winning them, but uh, you know, I'm more sort of happy the fact that she's she's still hanging in there and running, you know, running, albeit slender margins, getting beat. So, um, yeah, no, I think she I think she'll go pretty close today if she if she puts her best foot forward. Mm. Uh, she's earning. That's the main thing. All three runners today for your stable look like they're excellent chances. Yeah, it, it looks that way. I mean, sometimes it sometimes you end up with better days when you're the when you're the opposite. Yeah. They say expectations the enemy of success. I think sometimes they're better off expecting nothing, and you end up with better days. But you know, on on paper, I think we should have a pretty good day. That's for sure. And um, you know, they're all feeling good, and and uh, you know, they're starting that time of year. They're starting to look good too. So hopefully, they um, they race like it. All right, excellent. Uh, two quick ones for Saturday night. You've got two runners. You've got Chooks and Replace Die. Are you expecting strong efforts from both? Yeah, I think so. I mean, replaced by he, he kind of was a bit disappointing last start. Um, we missed in the week, sort of worked on a couple of things. Um, he's got a bit of a class relief there on Saturday night. You know, it's not an easy race, but it's certainly a little bit easier than what he's been racing. So um, hopefully, hopefully he can um, bounce back off off what was probably disappointing last start. And uh, yep, got Chooks. He, he's back off a little bit of a freshen up, but I think he'll, I think he'll race well. Um, you know, the way the draws fell in that race, it, it, it looks like you know probably the one horse will get an easier, easy enough lead, or you know at least you know, if it's quick time, it'll be probably less contested than what it what it would be if it had drawn seven. So um, yeah, I mean, I think they both got good chances. It's just a matter of how the races are run. All right, well, fingers crossed for Saturday night. Uh, hoping to see you in the winner's circle today. Best of luck and uh, appreciate the time this morning. Thanks, Chris. Cheers. Mobile Rolling on Radio Tab. Well, there's plenty of talk down in Sydney right now about who the best two-year-old is right now. And there's plenty that have, you know, their chips on my ultimate buyer. And there's plenty that want to talk about small T's. And uh, the horse that beat small T's on Saturday night's now in the equation as well, my ultimate, Ro- uh, my ultimate Ronnie. We're about to be joined by Robbie Morris, who's going to be driving in this big New South Wales Breeders' Challenge final next week. Robbie's online with us now. Robbie, appreciate the time. How are you, mate? Thanks for having me. I'm real good. It's a good bunch of juveniles down there right now. Oh, mate, it's uh, it's lethal at the moment. You know, they're going 50, and, you know, there's, you can put your hand up to sort of four or five of them. Every time that Phil, the gates crash back, there's another winner, and another one steps out and goes really good. So, it's um, yeah, it's an exciting time for the two-year-old season down here, that's for sure. The times are just astonishing in many ways. Like you said, they seem to be going faster and faster, and... Uh, who knows what type of, type of time they're going to run in that final next week. Um, for you right now, who's the best one down there? Oh, look, it, it's hard to, um, you know, I, I still go with Byron, um, my ultimate Byron. He just seems to sort of have um, the edge on him. He, he can hold, he can sustain his speed for a lot longer. Small T's, don't get me wrong, is a lovely little horse, but he's just got a few uncharacteristic errors that he can throw into his game, which... You know, when you're in them big races and you go on them times, I don't think you'll be able to get away with them racing my ultimate Byron. And, you know, my ultimate Ronnie stepped out the other day and, and went 50. So, you know, it's um, it's hard at the moment. And, uh, you know, you just sort of got to sort of take it as it comes. But I'd still probably lean to Byron. Okay. You're going to be driving the Queenslander. Tim's a trooper. You've been with him so far during this series. And both of the runs have been really good. He was terrific on Saturday night, chasing home my ultimate Ronnie and small tees. He, he was really good. He um, he benefited a lot from his first up run here at Menangle. Um, he, he really took a lot out of that. And he stepped out on Saturday night and 
Um, I spoke to Grant during the week, and and he sort of said to me, "We just got to drive him to qualify." And um, but he just seems to be getting better and better. You know, he probably was always in the shadow of Leap to Fame in Brisbane, um, but his runs were still really good, running a lot of seconds to him. But since he's come down here, and um, you know, the speed of Menangle racing, he's adapted to it really good. And um, Grant and Trista have done a super job with him. He come here and um, he's handled the racing great. And, I got to say, if I, I probably was so much concentrating on making sure I ran first five the other day, if I probably pull him out a little bit earlier. I think he runs an easy second. Um, I'm not saying he would have ran my ultimate Ronnie down, but I, I just say I just waited until we we're in a straight line to pull him out. Um, but I, I think he's um, he's a horse going forward, and you know if they go silly in this final, he gets a good draw. It wouldn't surprise me to see him pop up. Okay, so you're still giving him some sort of hope if luck's on his side with a good draw and a and a good trip in transit. Oh, 100%. You know, he went 50 and something himself the other day. I know it sounds silly because everyone talks about the winner when they go 50, but he went 50 and 6 himself. Um, you know, if he draws, you know, and that's from barrier 8, if he just lobs a spot, you know, three fence and minds his own business and small T's, my ultimate buyer, and go at each other, um, you know, if their last two hundreds are slowest and he hasn't done a lot of work, I wouldn't want him sitting on me back, that's for sure. Yeah, the, the thing that stands out with Tim's a trooper, he's just all racehorse. He's a real professional. Yeah, he is, you know, like all Dixon horses. Um, you know, I've been lucky enough to drive quite a lot of them and they they sort of drive themselves. You know, they're very well educated. He drops a bit when he needs to and he picks it up when he needs to. So he's sort of like driving a remote control car and he just seems to be working out what it's all about now. Mm, he's well-named, isn't he? He's a, he's a trooper. Yeah, he is that. Yeah, he's a trooper. He sure is. He's um, he's like lovely, lovely horse to do anything with, and um, you know, and obviously, Kevin Seymour's a, a massive, massive supporter of the Dixon Sable, and it's good to see him have another nice one. Well, fingers crossed, you get that uh, nice draw coming up for that final coming up next week. I've got to ask about the mare in the stable as well, the trotting mare, Funky Monkey. We're going to see her again this Saturday night. Uh, she's been tremendous since being under the care of yourself and Kerry Ann. Is everything on target for the, the Inter Dominion? Everything's exactly where we want it to be. Um, she's really good in herself. Uh, we elected to miss last week. I know she only ran second the week before, but she went 52 and pretty well something identical to the winner, and it was just a really strong mile. So we missed and put her back into the stand and start this week. I know she bundled the last stand, but you know, she's got to get used to these stand and starts. You know, the, the thing is, she's only had 17, 18 starts. You know, she's only had 10 starts in Australia. She's very green, um, but she's obviously very good. So we just got to let her find her feet. But um, everything's on track for the Inter Dominion. We just got to uh, hope with the next round of ranking, she's up a little bit higher. And um, I'm sure she will be, but she's feeling great. And she looks enormous, and we're looking forward to it. The Trotting Series this year. I don't know, there's just something about it. There's a, a fair bit of depth and there's a fair bit of expectations with a number of trotters going around uh, in comparison to the pacing series. So the trotting series at this point looks like it's going to be a really strong series. Yeah, you know, we're, we're very fortunate, you know, both here in Brisbane and Melbourne. There's a lot of good trotters getting about. So, um, you know, especially if they only run two heats, they're going to be hotly contested heats. Um, so it just depends how it all falls. But, um, yeah, there's... There's some really strong trotters going around, so looking forward to sort of all of them meeting each other and, you know, along with the travel and everything that goes with it and into the minion, it's going to be a little bit of a, a task for them, so it'll be interesting to see what handles it and what doesn't. Yeah, no room for error, that's for sure. Can she win this race on Saturday night? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, for sure she can. She's got to step, obviously, like they all do, but um, if she steps clean, she'll be hard to beat. 
All right. Well, we'll watch that race with interest on Saturday night. Funky Monkey, and we'll be watching her over the next couple of months. A lot to look forward to with that big series just around the corner. Robbie, appreciate the time this morning. Uh, best of luck, not only with Funky Monkey, but fingers crossed that you can do the job for Queensland with Tim's a trooper. No worries, mate. Thank you. Chris Barsby back in a moment. Those dividends at Murray Bridge, eight Nashville, five dollars forty and two fifty. One day for it, one dollar fifty. No third for five. Quinella four fifty. Exacta fifteen ten. The trifecta fifty eight dollars thirty. In the first four numbers were eight one five seven, one hundred and twelve dollars and forty cents. Well, they call him Racetrack Ralphie Chris because he gets around, he mixes in all those sta- all the circles there at the track. He gets all the information, and hopefully he's got a few winners for us this afternoon at Albion Park, Chris. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. And he's online with us now. Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. What have you come up with as far as the best bet is concerned today? Look, I, I think we're looking, looking one here. Race 5, number 7, Superbond. You know, the three-year-old who's a proven winner at Albion Park. He resumed last week. Uh, that was a solid effort at Redcliffe, and that was his first go since March. The draw has been a little unkind to him today, but he does strip a lot fitter, and uh, this is no harder than what he faced last week. Arnie Emily, well, she looks the hardest to beat. She's the likely leader from the inside draw, but we're going race five, number seven, Superbond, and it is the opening leg of the quaddy, so I reckon we can go skinny here. Okay, so race five, number seven, Superbond. Nathan Dawson takes the drive today, replacing Shane Graham, who's on the suspended list at the moment. So uh, it's a good pick up there for Nathan today, and he, I'm sure he, he's going to make the most of it. So race five, number seven, Superbond, your best bet today. And as you outlined, it's the first leg of the quarter, so we'll go uh, hard with that uh, opening leg and play a little wider with those uh, remaining legs. It does look a little tougher there. So that's your best bet today. Uh, Superbond, race five, number seven. We'll take it on board. Ralphie, appreciate the time this morning. Uh, I'm sure we'll see you trackside. I'll be there, Chris. I'll see you there.